really exciting guest with us. She is the current junior Canadian champion. Please welcome Faith Rago. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm well. So Faith, like I haven't seen you for a while. I know your aunt. Mm -hmm. I know your uncle very well, Mm -hmm. Olga and uh, Andrew, the owners of Huff Gym. Mm -hmm. And I met your mom a few times, Teresa. Yes. Yeah. So why don't you like tell me and our audience a little bit about yourself? Like I just mentioned that you're the junior Canadian champion, but like where does Faith's background come from? Like just tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, my family started Huff Gym in the 1990s Mm. and they've been running it ever since. So my mom, originally was my mom and my uncle started, then um, my aunt and my my late father also. And now it's run by my stepdad, my mom, and then my uncle and aunt. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know, like... Uh, I've been in the gym ever since I was a little girl. Uh, usually I was in the children's camps and stuff. Mm. Um, so we ran a free camp every year. Um, we stopped running it for a little bit when we got our new um, place, our new facility in on Dundas. In right. And we've had that for about six years now. Mm. And I eventually started running the kids' children's camps. And yeah, and now I'm fighting out of Huff Gym and yep. with my uncle and my coach and yeah. That's amazing. So I know that Huff Gym, is it still, cause I remember at one point it was the biggest boxing gym in Mississauga, right? Yes. So yes. we were on um, here Ontario street mm. and we had three floors in that one, two gym floors. And then we had a lounge area upstairs for like the right. staff. Cause that was at the one by QEW, right? Yeah. Yeah, my father, he was there, I think, for like half a year. Yeah, he worked there for a little bit, I remember. That was like my first year competing. Pardon? That was like my first year competing. Yeah. Yeah. But you were just a little one. Yeah, I was, you were, how old when you started competing? I was like 17. Yeah, I had to have been like maybe four, right? Really? Because you're, how old are you now? I'm 17 now. I just turned 17. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Then like you were just a little one. Cause I remember, um, I remember like throughout the boxing years, I remember always like hearing like, Oh, Olga's niece is now mm-hmm. doing like some boxing. I remember hearing that. And I remember having conversations like, wow, this is so great that so many young girls are getting so involved. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. That's a good thing too. Yeah. That like, yeah, there's lots more, more girls competing in boxing as well. Absolutely. And it makes it easier now for your generation since so many of the youth are coming together saying like, yeah, like, let's kind of do it together. It's becoming more of a normative, I would assume. Yeah, yourself, yeah. Right? I agree with you. Yeah. Like when you were growing up, what was the idea of like female boxing? Was that even like a stigma or what was that in, like in your perception? Well, because my aunt was ranked 12th in the world. Yes. Um, At one point, she it kind of. I looked at it as like you have like that's it's very rare right because she was the only at the time at one point she was like one of the main female fighters in the gym and then as I grew up she was training fighters but there was only like to the ratio of men there was like five percent female right my uncle was training men so yeah it was very like there wasn't a lot right so it was cool kind of get in that like uh 
how do I say it? Kind of like in the mix? Yeah, it was cool to get in the mix and just like learn, just learn boxing. And like, I train with the guys, right? Just like, right. You do. yeah. And um, yeah, you don't find a lot, a lot of female fighters. But right now I'm like, like every time a female comes in, I try to encourage her to get in the ring um or even like I'll work with her because it's like it's just to get that confidence yes to for them to go in the ring and just try it out and if they like it then hopefully they go further with it and I think that's great you're only 17 years old and I feel like I'm talking to like a, <laughs> like a young woman because okay. I guess like the sport has kind of put you in that leadership role very early on I'm assuming yeah especially like because my siblings and stuff and I was like in the gym I was like the babysitter I was like the one I I had actually um someone a female fighter from back in the day tell me she was like back in the day you were like 10 years old like just watching all those little children yeah and it was like crazy to see right so yeah that's like yeah it was cool it's like a very positive way to immerse a child into responsibilities yeah which I is think, I think great yeah just like just letting them watch their siblings or take care of them in that like nurturing way. I think it really let me grow. And like, I definitely, I definitely appreciate how I did it, like how I was brought into it. Yes. And you, I'm assuming have a lot of support like around you competing in boxing because of your aunt, because of your uncle, they all supported you with competing. Yes. So at first my uncle wanted me to like really see if I like it like after your first fight you got really like focused right like it's like you want to get to that high level if you're gonna want to do something like this because it's not a like it's not you're not just playing boxing right you're in the ring someone's punching you you're fighting so Olga trained me and I sparred with some of the girls and that was like I did that for two years Mm -hmm. And then in the winter of 2017, I started trading with my uncle. Mm-hmm. And that was for the Brampton Cup in 2018. That was my first fight. 2018. I think I remember that Brampton Cup. Oh my God, it feels like ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at like, there was a tournament that year and it's like, it was three years ago. And I was like, wow, where is the time gone? Yes, exactly. I know because we had a whole year now that nobody's been doing anything. I know. I think that when you go to compete again, you have because you're 18, you said? No, 17. You're 17. Are you turning 18 this year? No, I just turned 17. But like, that's right. I totally understand what you're saying. I'm like, I'm going to be elite soon. Like I'm inviting the older girls, right? I think that now that you're 17, I think you actually have that option if you wanted to fight an elite girl. I think I do. Because I did, like I did, um, I went right into elite. Really? Like, I, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went right into elite, like elite novice. And I was 17. Wow. Yeah. So I know that you can do that if that was something that you wanted to do. Wow. You could do that. I mean, like I've been in the ring with you. You can handle yourself against a woman. Yeah. You do that. I don't see an issue at all. I mean, I'm sure your uncle and your aunt have said that too. Oh yeah. And like, I've had other fighters like, even in my weight class, like they're older, they're elites. And they've been like, yeah, you could like, I would love if you were in our category, right? Cause it would be a good fight. That's what they were inter- like, yeah, saying. 
but no I spar with only like pretty older girls I'll do defense against the younger girls or the less experienced mm-hmm. but usually like I spar Amanda you mm-hmm. um and usually men and Sorry. whoever else is like willing to come in the ring with you no I'm in the zoom call <laughs> you can tell her that Scarlett says hi <laughs> Scarlett says hi yeah yeah no, I guess like um, everything at Huff is kind of virtual right now too, right? Yes. During this COVID it, time. Yeah, it's crazy because I grew up with like so many people around me. Right. And now that it's like, at first it was like so weird to see that the gym that empty for that long. That but is now it's, place. yeah, it's like, it's just, it was weird at first. Now it's better and I teach one Zoom class online, then I do one Zoom class and then we like alternate like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like that. So I want to rewind a little bit. You did mention, um, because I remember, I remember thinking like I never had the privilege of meeting your father and I heard about what happened. You mentioned that it, your late father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you um, want to kind of go into that a little bit? So my dad, Jeremy Rigo, he passed away in 2008. Mm. So my mom had the four of us at that time. So me, my two, like their twins, um, brothers, and then my sister. And she was pregnant with my youngest sister at the time when my dad passed away. But yeah, that was a, that was a hard time. Um, especially because my uncle and my dad were like best friends and everything and he was coaching at that time and everything too so it was kind of like everyone had to take a break for a little bit yeah but I don't remember too much of that like time I just remember it being like it was a different like vibe like energy it was a different atmosphere but then eventually everything got running again properly and yeah it went back to normal a little bit how old were you? I was four. Wow. And I'm the oldest. So yeah, my brothers were like two or three. My sister had to have been like one and a half. Wow. I'm really sorry to hear about that, honey. That that must have been like a, as well, like a little bit of more responsibility for yourself since you were the oldest. Yes, of course. Like you've been babysitting, like, you know, pretty much since you were just a kid yourself yes like I, I was seeing you taking care of the kids I remember you carrying them around Puff. at the tournaments and stuff I, I always remember <laughs> yeah but I I really appreciate that I had that responsibility so young because I got to appreciate like more things I got to appreciate a lot more that's yeah. really that's a really really mature way to look at things especially for like such a young girl because I know that um a lot of times it takes people a long journey to kind of overcome these kinds of obstacles because they weren't ready for that or because um, they just weren't able to process it. But I mean, from what I see, I think that you have a lot of love around you. Like yes. your and your uncle, they like, they're great people. I've seen them always with you guys. Yeah, a lot of support. My family is very close. So my aunt and uncle actually like they're another set of parents for me because they moved in with us right after my dad passed away like the night of wow they stayed with us for about five years so until I was like nine or ten they were with us like all the time like my aunt like signed school stuff for me like she did stuff like that 
so that was a big yeah that was a big part of my life but it was definitely it was a journey it still is a journey yeah of course but it looks like you're really taking like the beauty out of all of it and you have such great support around you and that's just amazing to hear yeah you gotta gotta take the good stuff out or then what are you doing it's just not good right well look at you now you're a junior canadian champion like you're doing amazing things and like you have uh you run a a program don't you like like your own kind of program at the gym right so right before everything ended we were actually going into running like our own programs i didn't get like my own but i was running the children's classes and the women's classes at that time right before we closed yeah oh right there eh yeah right at the closing date don't (laughs) grow good (laughs) oh so I ran the children's camp the free children's camp we had for two years and that was sorry the barking um that was uh, a good experience so it's called the the children's what's it called again just huff huff children's camp huff children's camp okay yeah um yeah, so we would do like before when we had the bigger facility, we'd do a whole day. So it was like, I want to say it was nine to, it was like a school day. Right. Like yeah. And we used to have like fruit at the end of the day. And then we'd have like oh. art class and we'd do some drawings. Oh. And then we'd go to the soccer field. Yeah, back in the day when we had that like facility and that space to hold a lot of lot more children, we did. And that was like great. That was I miss those camps because we had like that freedom to like take them, get another connection with them. But now that we have the smaller facility, it's a lot harder to like go outside because of the building, right? Mm. And like hold an art class because we don't really have like the tables or like yeah but we do different stuff with them inside the gym we play like game like camp games like the beanbag stuff and yeah so it's cool I didn't even know that you guys had a program like that for kids and that's like amazing to hear especially just for like a boxing gym a boxing gym usually focuses on boxing but yeah. you create this really dynamic and really um inclusive kind of activities for the youth so, so like that's amazing. Yeah, I remember we did we did the boxing classes. Usually we do it every day. Yeah. But like sometimes like you gotta do different stuff, right? Children, like after like doing that much, they want to do something else, right? Of course, they want to have some fun. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So we always had the children's camp every summer for like I wanna oh, say that's wonderful. And then that was something that you ran pretty much. Like, well, you let it. Um, I was like I was like the junior counselor when I was like nine years old. I helped the, I was like stuck by the counselors because I like always wanted to do that. Yeah. And help. Um, but now the last two years I was teaching it. Yeah, I was running it. Well, that's amazing. You're taking so much responsibility. You're, you're including yourself with these wonderful com- like community involvement and the youth, like you're a great role model for the youth. And because you're young yourself, it's easy for them to like relate to you. It's not like they're looking at adults and thinking like, you know, that's something so beyond them that they're just almost like an authority kind of figure. Yeah. When they have a kid there or a young woman as yourself, it's like, I can be like that. They look at you like, that's something that they can, that's easily obtainable. And you're yep. such a positive role model for that. That's beautiful. Thank you. 
I hope they look at, like, I hope they think I'm a good role model, but all I can do is try and lead them, right? You're not trying, you're doing. Thank you. You're doing a great job. I'm really proud of you. I didn't even know that you were taking that much involvement. So thank you for sharing that with me. So like now going into, um, cause from what I understand, they're going to have a nationals this year for Canada. I think it's supposed to be at the end of this year. To my understanding, I'm not 100% sure. It's not like uh, yeah. confirmed or anything like that. But um, so you're going to be getting ready for that, hopefully, too, if that's available. Yes. But and you'll yes, be going in as like a youth this time, though. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think I think I'm going to have to fight in the provincials before if we have one. Yeah, that's where I'm like, I don't know if they're going to have a provincials. I just know they're going to have a nationals. Yeah. Well, so I've heard. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. I miss fighting so much. It's oh, like I feel you. Ugh. I feel you. This has it's been like, oh, <laughs> I know. I, I tell everybody once the gloves come on, they never come off. You always yeah. get like an itch to yeah, like, get like back that. in there and challenge yourself. Yeah. And you, yeah. you got that bugging you really early. <laughs> You're in for a long journey, my dear. <laughs> no. But yeah, my last fight, because I was supposed to fight, I went to Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So my last fight, I won the amateur IBF and the small WBC belt in Connecticut against their junior national champion. Yes. And that was my last fight in November of 2019. I'm so So sorry. All of 2020, I actually went to Mississippi in February, right before the lockdown. Didn't get a fight there. And yeah, I haven't fought since that last win. So finishing yeah. the year off on a good note though, eh? Coming back with like a championship. Yeah, like- now- <laughs> Not <I'm> that bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, my last fight, I won a championship. So like, uh, <laughs> I mean, kind of miss it. <laughs> it's okay, bask in it. <laughs> The little future world champion over here, you know, (laughs) when was your uh, first boxing bout? Like, when did you, when did you make that choice? Like, I want to take it competitive. So the, I wanted to before my first fight, like two years before. Mm -hmm. Um, And I then told my uncle and he was like, okay, well do the classes regularly, like start like doing like doing things more regularly right like being more involved in the boxing yeah more involved in the boxing and like I was hitting pads with people sparring more with the women and yeah so after that it was like the winter of 2017 and I started training with my uncle more and then 2019 he was like I mean 2018 sorry he said Brampton Cup is a great tournament that like you should be and that should be your first tournament right yes so that was my first tournament. Wow. Great tournament, one of the best tournaments. And yeah, I actually lost my first fight though. Okay. First fight I lost. Great experience though. Mm-hmm. After that, I came out of the ring smiling. I was like, this is great. You like, I want to do this. Like, this is awesome. I love boxing. Wait, you said 20, sorry, you said 2019 was that or 2018? 18, 18. 18. My math. <laughs> so wait, you were like 14 or 15 or I was 14 oh my goodness 
Yep, 14. Oh, and I remember I had one. Pardon? You were just a little one. Yeah, I was one. like, I look at that now and I was like, I've grown so much from that like first fight. Yeah. Like even for my last fight, like training, I was just like, I see a difference in myself already. Right? Of course. Yeah. So like you did the, um, so was that year you also went to nationals, your first nationals? No, not that year, the next year. So I actually won provincials in eight, 2018. Wow. No, I got second actually. Okay. And then I beat the same girl right before nationals. So right. I was going into nationals confident mm -hmm. and I, so I was looking at the people I had to fight. Mm -hmm. There was like, I want to say four girls, four or five girls. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't in that category. She actually went up. So I was going in from Ontario the first one seed um, in my category yep. and I actually dropped both my girls in both the second rounds and I was yeah in that at nationals you want to do like a virtual fist bump bam oh, what yeah that what? was like, great like that getting ready for nationals yeah I felt amazing you probably felt like superwoman <laughs> after the fights I was like wow that that was like a like a serious experience like going there yeah. having that like atmosphere being in, at nationals and then performing like that it was just amazing of course that's amazing and I'm so happy that you told me that like that's like so you were at that time 15 then Yes. I was following you from like you're 15 years old you went in that ring at national level okay like it's hard to, for a 15 year old to even go in to a team sport competing let alone go into a ring where somebody's going to hit you in the face <laughs> and you did that confidently and you took out those two girls you should be so proud of yourself Thank you. Your family is probably, well, I know they are. They're oh, so proud of you. A video of them at home. They're yelling. My siblings are yelling. It's great. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. I'm so proud of you, honey. I didn't even know that. Like, I know, obviously, like, oh, she won the junior Canadian championship. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Because I, like I said, I remember seeing you like running around with the kids and stuff. So I just knew that you were making your way through. And I was like, this is so awesome for this little one. But I didn't even know it was like that. Thank it you. was like a that hit <laughs> yeah great. yeah so now you. that you're the junior canadian title because i think that okay if you're 15 so i guess you've won two more nationals since then yeah no just oh. just that one and then after that 2020 nationals didn't happen oh because that was in 2019 that's right so you haven't been able to go back to another nationals yeah okay well i'm just gonna put it out there since you will win the next national championship. And I'm assuming that because you're 17, are that you, so are you, do you think that you'll probably stay youth for this one more year and then go elite? I think, yeah, I think at nationals, I'm going to have to go like youth. Yeah. Because I remember watching Amelia and she was like, I want to say she was 18, the last one, but she, she was youth. Okay. So yeah, I think I must be going to be you might there. have the choice you might that would be have the choice i'd be pretty serious if i had the choice i don't know like i i think that like um 
I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think, I think that she chose to stay youth for one more year. I think. Oh, that's fair. No. I'll probably have her on here at some point. So I'll Ooh. be able to ask her that. But like, um, I think she chose. But since from my experience, I was able to compete at 17 with the elite. So I'm pretty sure that you can go in if you want. But don't quote me on that. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to look into that. You I'm should. Because I think you can handle yourself. In my opinion, I think you can handle yourself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're dropping girls already. So. <laughs> So now, what do you have in plan for yourself? Like, what do you want to do going forward with your boxing career? Let's just say, um, let's just say tomorrow, everything opens up, COVID disappears. What's your goals right now? Well, I want to get to fight, like having, I don't know. I want to go as far as the two-time Olympic champion um yes that's always been a goal um but other than that if if covid wasn't here i would want to be fighting like at least every month, mm -hmm. um, twice a month three times a month hopefully like that frequently yep. if i can get fights and like maintain my maintain my weight everything um that would be that's a goal that i have like fighting that frequently when everything's done and yeah, getting that experience, right? And you're at a perfect age right now because when I was your age, it was so hard to find girls to fight. Yeah. Like, like female boxing has really taken off. Like, yeah, it's yeah. way it's way better now. I think like finding female, like even if we go to the States, like there's a lot more. Um, but yeah, that's that's a really big thing. Like there's three girls that I have fought all five times wow because like the the options right yeah. but now like you're at a perfect day and age where you can just get all the rounds in that you want with so many diverse fighters mm -hmm. and you're at a perfect time to just take advantage of that and it's great that you have all the support because I think that your aunt your uncle your mom would really just like do whatever they can to help you achieve your goals yeah they they oh, support in your palm sweetie pardon <laughs> You have the world in your palm. <laughs> Thank you. oh, really? Uh, really? Yeah. And your goal, like for a two-time Olympic champion, like I fully like believe in you. I think that whatever you put your mind to, which I see that you do, I think whatever you put your mind to, you're going to do it. Thank you. And I think you have everybody in your corner. Yes, I have a lot of people, a lot of support that I'm thankful for and grateful for and love all of them. <laughs> Um, but it, yeah, it's amazing the support I have. And going into like, let's say, actually, I want to know, um, how many fights have you had to date? I've had 17. 17. That's still a lot. So I went, I went open at five fights. Good for you. So I upgraded cause yeah, a lot of people were like, you should just upgrade cause you're, why spend, like you're already advanced they were saying to me so like why don't you like just upgrade so I was like okay cool. my uncle suggested it and I would agree to it and yeah it's because you know what it's different for you because you have a lot of talent you have a lot of support you have a lot of experience very early on it doesn't make sense if you stay at like where everybody is kind of like 
I don't want to um, bash on the lower levels because it's not, I'm not sorry, not even lower levels, just the younger girls. Cause a lot of them don't have the same background as you. A lot of them don't have an aunt, uncle, mom that has them right into boxing at such an early age. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of them kind of like, you know, decide to try it out within that year kind of thing. And they're still mm -hmm. kind of like finding their style. They're still trying to like work with their body because you're developing girls as well. You're still learning. Yeah a lot of things but you have a lot of talent you have a lot of body awareness and yeah. you've been seeing things you've been learning things from such an early age it just wouldn't make sense like you're going to keep getting wins with these girls that are just not at your level it makes sense for you to upgrade thank you yeah that was kind of their like they were like you're you're a lot more advanced in that sense that you've been around it so they're like yeah you should upgrade it would be better for you anyways because you get more fights because more girls like in the states or whatever um in canada and you can go to nationals next year that was their kind of their angle and it's more of a challenge for yourself too like you don't want to fight girls that are not giving you you know a, a good challenge like, yeah. they, like that's not giving you much experience then like you want you have these big these big goals and that's kind of then you gotta fight like you're going for those big goals mm -hmm. yeah. you hold yourself back and that's amazing that you got all this going on for you I fully support you <laughs> I support you too Love it, girl. <laughs> so now going into the next year so let's say like once you hit elite do you have any goals of like where you want to go internationally for fights any kind of international belts you want um not right now like i do want to fight in the all-female tournament i didn't get to do that last year either which one um, the cup or the golden girl the say that again the first Esther one cup? Esther cup in ireland no, it's the golden girl then golden girl that's in sweden I do want to go to Ireland for one of those female, all female camps. Yes. Um, that'd be super cool. Great experience, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, not really like, I just, I hope I fight frequently next year. Mm -hmm. um, I hope everything opens up soon so I could spar and everything. Me too, girl. Um, <laughs> and fight. <laughs> yeah. um, but other than that, no, as many turns as I can, travel as much as I can. And yeah. Well, you have a great, great perception on a lot of things. You are very mature for your age. I Thank will you. say that. If you could go back in time to your younger self, when you were at a really challenging point in your life, what would you tell your younger self? Trust in God. And everything's, everything's going to grow great. Everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Well, just trust the process. Yes, trust the process. And yeah, you just gotta go with the flow. You gotta relax, sit back, and enjoy the show. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. So, as well, one more question Do you have anything that you would tell a girl going through what you're going through right now? Some girl that has had um been been, in, been around boxing she has these big goals let's say she's a couple years younger she's still kind of getting in there though what would you tell her right now train hard mm -hmm. um you gotta work hard mm -hmm. for what you'd like in life and you just gotta be brave kind of that fearless you need that fearless too um and yeah, work hard, train hard, 
just enjoy life. <laughs> I love how you just have this believe. Uh, you work for what you want and it'll yeah. be. I love that. That's pure confidence. Thank you. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Faith. Do you have anything else that you want to tell our audience? Um, I hope you guys enjoyed what we had to say. And no, thank you for having me. No, thank you for being on the show. May I? Yeah. Thank you so much, girl. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in to our ninth episode of The Female Fist. Stay tuned for next week's episode and we will be talking to everybody very shortly. Thank you, girl.